0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Phileas Club. This is episode 71, a special about life in Japan. hello everyone and welcome to the Philas club this is a show where we get together with with people from different countries and we cover the news from the past month or at least that's what we do in the regular episodes but uh, I've started to do special episodes every once in a while and uh, in those special episodes we just cover a specific topic and uh, it's often about um, a specific country and uh, we get people from that country to tell us uh, basically try to give us us a panorama of what it is what it feels like to be living in that country um and as you might know, I've been in Japan for a about a month now. And uh, obviously, I could not come to Japan and not do a Japan special. And uh, that's what we're doing today. I'm very happy to be doing this because Japan has a very special place in my heart. I have a lot of, uh, I have a very strong love-hate relationship for the country. So hopefully, we can explore all of this. <laughs> it's going to be a therapy <laughs> session for me. Uh, and I have two wonderful guests uh, with me today um, that cover the gamut, I think, of uh, the different kinds of people you might meet if you ever go to Japan. Uh, first of all, Martin, who is actually French. we I can never get away from the French people. Um, yes, indeed. <laughs> so you're French, but uh, you're basically uh, now, how long have you lived in Japan?
1: So yes, it's been 14 years so far. So it's Pretty long, I guess, Jeez. but I, I, I really didn't notice uh, how, how fast it was. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, so, thank you for, for being here. I'll ask you a little yeah, bit more about, uh, about you in a second, but before that, let's introduce sure. uh, Kaori, who is uh, you're you are like an actual Japanese.
2: Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so you, you, well, you, you were born in Japan. You grew up in Japan. You did spend a couple of years in the U.S., though, which gives you this amazing American accent or genuine accent, right? Oh, I'm so jealous!
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no! I, I just spent two years when I was um, aged seven to um, seven uh, to nine years old. So, so it's only a two, the two years when I was in elementary school. So.
0: Yeah? yeah, well, you, you must you must have a great ear because the accent is pretty good. Usually, when I speak to Japanese friends, friends, uh, their accent isn't as good. So, uh, I'm you know I'm impressed. <laughs> My, name uh, is, uh, <laughs> My name is Sorry. Marutan. My name is Marutang. Are you ah uh, you speak uh, Japanese? Uh, and stuff Very like that. well. <laughs> you,
2: you know, you know what? You two guys made a lot of enemies since <laughs> Japan, right oh, now. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry, I but I, I I can't help but but just uh, telling this this thing because I've been asked, uh, I've been told uh, you chopstick very well. Oh. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> <laughs> I was no, really happy nice. to to hear that, but uh, obviously the, the 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 guy which which was a nice guy really was trying to communicate, so it was really okay and yeah.
0: Well, so, all right. Already we're starting <coughs> with, uh, with Oops. making fun of Japan. That's, that's <laughs> terrible. Stuff, a a mm, terrible sorry. way to start the sorry, show. Japan. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a country we love very much. Um, I've, I've said a few times on the show that I've lived in Japan for, uh, almost four years. Uh, I studied Japanese for, uh, just as long. And it's a big part of who I am today. You know, coming back here to live for a little bit was very emotional for me because, uh, it's the place I've spent the the long the most time aside from from france um and uh it's it's a place that as i was saying has a very special uh place in my heart so i mm. i kid but i love especially martin with your lovely french accent i think it's uh <laughs> yep. very funny that you <laughs> You're making fun <laughs> Sorry of in advance
1: for my French account.
0: <laughs> um but you know what? Let's uh let's try and uh and get a little bit of uh give an idea to the listeners of uh, who they're dealing with here. I hope they know me a little bit, so I'll I'll skip uh, I'll reduce my uh time of, of speaking to annoy <laughs> them uh, a little bit less. But um Kaori, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh what you've you know, who you are.
2: Okay, um, well, I am 100% Japanese for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've been working for a very, um, let, let's say, a traditional Japanese company, which is a manufacturer, um, for about four years now. And um, it is a very, uh, well, I'm working for a subsidiary for one of them, but um, the company has been running for like um, centuries, mm. so it's one of the very conventional companies in Japan.
0: Okay, and uh, you've so you've spent uh, most of your life in Japan, except for those two years uh, where you were in the U.S. Right? The rest of it was spent here.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: okay. but I've heard
1: you you spend some time
0: in France, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't mention sorry, that. Sorry,
0: it was a
1: secret. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you 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 took my secret out. <laughs> sorry,
3: Sorry. Yeah, my print is so bad that I just want to bury it
0: <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> All right. We won't mention it again. Um, but so you're, you, you're working for a subsidiary of a, a big uh, Japanese company, very traditional. I think it will be interesting to explore this a little bit further when we talk about life in Japan and Japanese society, um, mm-hmm. later in the show. Um, before that, uh, Martin, What about you? You're French, obviously. You've been living here for a long time. Um, What do you do? What's your social environment?
1: Okay, so yes, my job is actually uh, drawing. So professionally, I mean, I'm an illustrator. So I do some uh, illustrations for advertising, but mostly for uh, printing companies. uh, I mean, editing companies. So I'm now working mostly for NHK which is the national television, but they also have a a big, big uh, editing uh, component. So I'm now doing a monthly graphic novel. I would say manga essay, it's it's a mix between Mm. a a diary and a manga. And I tell about my daily life as a French dad because I'm uh, the dad of a Five years old uh, daughter, which is uh, who is adorable. So of I'm course. telling a lot about her, of course. And uh, yes, that's what I do, and I also casually do uh, some uh, French lessons. So I teach French. Cool. All right. So, so that's that's me.
0: And just to to um, to clear it up, you're married to a Japanese uh, woman. Oh yeah. So you're very exactly, much exactly. immersed in uh, in Japanese Absolutely. culture as an expat. Although 100%, I don't. 100% expat, yeah, <laughs> can <laughs> we still say expat when you've been here for 14 years? It's, uh, it's no, bad. I That's don't think
1: so. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't like this word because uh, for me it means really people uh, who have been sent in Japan without really wanting it. Actually, and most of the 100% expats I've met or I've heard of are really. Mm, not into japan and they 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 take it very uh lightly so and they for most of them they actually don't like to be in japan and of course they don't learn the language so mm. um, expat uh, i think it doesn't fit to me yes I okay am, all I right
0: think. that's fair <laughs> enough <laughs> um <laughs> all right let's start talking about the country itself and i think uh, an interesting way of uh, getting into the that that uh view of japan would be trying to boil down the characteristics of the country obviously this is a, a very uh artificial exercise and and it doesn't have to be absolutely accurate but uh i'd like to ask this question uh, what what would you say um, is the defining characteristic of the country? Um, let's start with uh, the native, with Kaori. What would you say for you as a Japanese person who's had a little bit of experience uh, internationally, but uh, mostly in Japan, what would you say is the defining characteristic of the country uh, for you that differentiates it maybe from other countries?
2: Um. Well, Although I have been living in Japan, well, for the entire life, besides the two years of um, living in the United States, I um, I love traveling, and as Martin mentioned earlier, um, I've I've also um, spent a month in France, in Paris, and um, compared to all those other countries, I found that Japan is, in general, um, the the people are actually polite. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's really weird my saying so, but um,
1: you know. Um... Why is that so? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: that's interesting. Well, so you would say like hmm. politeness is the is the defining characteristics char- characteristic of the Japanese society.
2: Um, yeah, I think so because whenever you know you ask about like a, a um a direction for somewhere in other countries there there are people that who just reject you or like you know they yeah. don't understand english so so they just ignore me or so so sometimes um you meet people that do not try to help
0: Right. But, but in, in Japan, they you, will always.
2: In Japan, they, they will. Yeah, they do. They, even though they can't speak English or they don't understand English, they try to understand um, because th- why I know this. Because um, I've taken a lot of um, my uh, overseas clients to a lot of places. And sometimes they try to go on their own and um, ask a lot of Japanese. But... Most of the people they encounter, they are, you know, responded with some very respectful ways. Mm. So, um,
0: yeah, I, I found you
2: know,
0: it. <laughs> it's no, I think it's it's uh, it's a very interesting way of putting it, and it does echo something I felt I've always felt uh, for the country, which I think might have an even uh, deeper uh, cause, which is. You know, in Japan, it's very important, and please feel free to interrupt me and say if I'm saying something silly, because you two know the country a lot better than I do, but um, I've always felt like it's incredibly important to uh, manage other people's feelings to an extent that... Uh, is really almost feels unnatural to some foreigners i don't know how similar it is in other asian countries but certainly in japan it's the case and it's not the case in france uh, whether or not it's with your friends or a, a tourist or someone in a store where you're working or you know you always try to almost actively maybe not always but most of the time you're actively thinking What is? What should I do now to not offend that person? To be nice. Yes, maybe that's (laughs) a better way of putting it. Is that is that true? Like you actively always think I should be. What do I do to be nice and not make them uncomfortable? Or you know,
2: Um, I I I felt that. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) and you started to feel the same too.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Really, really. Even as a long time living uh in japan yeah i felt i I feel that almost every day and i've heard many many stories about people getting lost and uh japanese people would even go with them even if it's on the opposite side of the subway just Mm -hmm. to bring and to to show them the, the the good way and besides um to make people feel comfortable uh, comes with the famous, now famous uh, expression "omotenashi," uh, which um, Patrick you, you might know, which means really welcoming. The art of welcoming people. So they, they, they brought it as as an art because the you know there's the Olympics coming in uh, wait four years <laughs> four years so they are already preparing. And uh, yeah, the but, um, expression but, is very important.
2: But you know what? Uh, it's not about um, someone's y- your own benefit. Um, wh- what I find it interesting is is mm, that they are acting um, to be polite, n- not just because that will merit the country or merit in somehow or the other for themselves. But it's I think that kind of politeness comes from the The fact that we're living in a small island so that we can survive helping each other
0: mm. Mm. So, so is it is it mm-hmm. like to help each other for to increase the probability of surviving as a society or <laughs> is it to not because if mm-hmm. you didn't pay attention to everyone else there are so many people everywhere you would end up being you know annoyed all the time because there's always someone to annoy you
2: mm. Um, that's um, also true, and also, um, you know, living in this small island, um, you can't live by yourself um, without the help of other people. Mm. So, um, and also, well, I'm maybe I might be jumping to um, the conclusions too too far, but but um, there's a saying that this. The sun is always watching you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe? I think you heard
2: well, this. <laughs> which means um, well, sun in a v- more ancient saying, but um, not it's not, I think it's not that big.
1: It's not Big Brother. It's the the sun. <laughs> it's the sun. <laughs> yeah,
2: the, but sun I, <laughs> the sun is
1: watching you.
2: It's watching you all the time for your good behaviors.
1: Even at but, night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> at night. <laughs> yeah. So, But that proverb also comes from the fact that, you know, um, even though we're not that religious, well, people tend to think that Japanese are mostly Buddhists, but actually we're not. Well, maybe um, in funerals, we go to the temples to mm-hmm. sit um to say goodbye to the uh, deceased, but but other than those major events, we're, we don't you know pray for God or go, go to church. But instead, um, there's this um, very united feeling in the the very beneath of our you know um, way of thinking that. Um, You have to be polite or you have to be in harmony with um, others in order to survive in the society.
0: That's really interesting. You know, it's. And yeah. it it's uh i it, have i've had a couple of uh, okay when I was working here I was working for um uh school conversation school, so I met mm-hmm. many many different people and i often like to tell this story of this um woman whose children had gone to um to high school, uh, I'm sorry, to university. So she had a lot of free time, and she was coming to study French. And she told mm-hmm. me that after a few months of um, studying French, her, her friends had told her that she had changed a little bit, and you know that surprised me a lot. I thought, why? she has been,
1: she has been badly influenced <laughs> she, she by has the been Frenchified.
0: Uh, French and so Duval. I asked, I asked how and and why, and she said, well. You know, there are. I used to, um, when I would go out with my friends to the movies or something, and then we would finish and I was tired. And if someone would say, let's go have tea, I would go, even if I didn't want to. And nowadays, mm-hmm. because we've discussed different things, and, you know, I realize that I don't have to. And so sometimes if I'm tired, I will say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm tired. I'm going to go home. And it's mm. not like her friends would say, oh, that's terrible. What? Why would you do this to us? But they would just uh, note that now she would say these things when she didn't before. Um, mm. So I think there's also a, I, I even would say a dark side to this being nice all the time. It's that it it feels to me like it does... Go to the extreme of sometimes suppressing your own uh, wants and desires and needs in order to please the person you're interacting with. Would that be fair, Coyote?
2: Uh Yeah, I think that's fair, and that's the price to pay to you know be polite to all people around you. <laughs> mm,
0: so, do, do you, yeah, you feel that's... that? Do you feel that as well? Uh, that sometimes you have to do that, even if you don't want to.
2: Well, I feel it all the time.
0: Actually, uh, that, uh, that's okay. Okay, all the uh-oh, time. Oh, oh, all
2: no, the that's time. Like, yes.
0: um, could you give us uh, uh, an example or two, uh, either in personal life or at work, or you know how people do things?
2: Well, um, to you know, pick up a very um, obvious example when I, whenever I am invited to. Um, like a drinking party from my colleagues. Um, when, when I say no, then from the next day on you you are a little bit, you know, cast it out. <laughs> mm.
3: <That's,
0: laughs> well it's
2: it's not yeah. it's not You're that not obvious. one
0: of us. Yes,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes that, exactly, exactly. They they're they, they don't don't do it apparently, but if you tur- turn them down second third and you know more and more and then you will wind up um, being isolated
0: and you know this is one of the examples i always give to my friends who ask me about japan and i say it when you work in a in a big company very often uh, the co-workers will go out and drink and and mm-hmm. maybe it's not the case for you you can tell me but in in many uh, big companies it might be almost every night you know it's not like there's a drinking oh, yeah. party once a month and you have to go and it's painful but you go anyway because you're you know you feel obligated it's almost every night and you have to go almost every night in some cases is that what happens for you as well or you know th- is it a common thing that it's uh, three four times a week
2: um, no my um, I think that's Every day is kind of sounds extreme. Okay, even so how often? Do you even to me. Know? Well, it, uh, it might happen, uh, well, every Friday.
0: Okay, so it's every week or so. Every long
2: week long. or so. Yeah, but that that's the most frequent, you know. Wow.
0: Um, and uh, if occasion. you don't go the, the, on the next Monday, they look at you funny. <laughs>
2: No, they, they don't look at you funny in the in the beginning, but, you know, when you just decline several times in a row, then um, mm. you'll start to feel a little bit secluded and...
1: <laughs> okay. She hmm. doesn't like to drink. How is that possible?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's I- more what you were saying, Martin, <laughs> which is she's not part of the group, right? The, being part mm-hmm. of the group is so important.
1: Mm, to avoid yeah. being excluded, uh, people who and, uh, and and I know there's many Japanese that cannot really stand uh, alcohol and, and and they get drunk pretty fast and even though they they, they feel uh, guilty if they don't go to the, the drinking party, so they go and they they are almost dead <laughs> the next day and but they yeah they, they have no choice. It's it's mm. sad.
3: Oh,
2: well,
0: go I'll, ahead carnie uh,
2: <laughs> Well Martin um I think you should be um uh, feel a little bit comfortable now because um nowadays p- people mm-hmm. are more aware of the people that who, who doesn't have any resistance to really al- alcohol so <laughs> they, they but still they um they want them to com- to come and even if they're drinking cola or like soda they they want you to come, mm. well, either way or the other, but but they they don't force you to drink nowadays. Okay, so that's
0: that's better than it was maybe <laughs> two years point. ago. <laughs> Things yeah. got better. Um, because, so, oh, yes, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go sorry. Ahead.
2: Well, because some people got dead because of that. So.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's a good reason, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yes. Um, so, same question, question to you, Martin. What What would yeah. be, uh, to you, the defining characteristic of the country, if you had to choose mm. one?
1: Yeah, it's pretty difficult to pick one because there are so many things that really make Japan unique. But for me, uh, I would say the uh, never-ending surprise. It's really my, my opinion, my, my daily opinion. Uh, one of the and also one of the thing be, things because uh, because I, I I stay in Japan for so long time. Uh, Besides, of course, my my life is here and my wife is Japanese and so on. But I really like to be surprised almost on a daily basis. Really.
0: Uh, so, what what would you say are part of those? you know, never-ending surprises.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it can be really small things, really in the streets, some some details, some signboard uh, with nice character uh, drawn on it, or it can be also people you, you, you get to meet Really funny and interesting people that you you, you wouldn't would have never imagined to, to meet, and uh, also places. I, I live in Tokyo, but uh, it's it would take uh, a whole life to to explore and 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 find all the hidden places in Tokyo. And so, as an example, uh, last the it was uh, last week. Yes, I was I was having a walk uh, in Daikanyama so it's Mm -hmm. a pretty trendy trendy place with a lot of nice shops and and uh and restaurants and uh, on the right of a very chic and very uh trendy trendy boutique uh, there was a curtain you know a noren with the japanese uh, curtain with the name of the restaurant written on it and behind the curtain it was like nothing was written it was a hidden place Uh, it was a cafe in a garden uh, with nice tables and candles and craft beer so i felt like i found the paradise <laughs> <laughs> so you know the, I, I, there's many many examples like that so but i like to be to be surprised like this and it's it's very rich uh mm. on things but, like that
0: yeah. but it's different from from france for example where you come from you don't feel there's as much surprise in a country like <laughs> I, france it
1: may be because I, I lived longer in France uh, so far, but I think Japan has this pretty unique, unique thing. Although there's people uh, that get bored pretty fast, so I guess it depends on on the people. But uh, yes, for me, that's one of the mm. uniqueness of Japan. You know, about- I don't know if. It,
0: no, mm-hmm. Talking about the small places, I think yeah. that that's that's also one thing I often find. It seems mm. like in in at least in I think in Europe um, we like when we go out for dinner or you know we like the fancy or if something is fancy it's relatively big it's very clean it's very uh, you know the the waiters are going to be incredibly subservient almost or that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Here it seems like the best restaurants <laughs> are. Tiny places like holes in the wall almost yes. <laughs> where there is maybe five seats or ten seats maximum and it's I think sometimes in the some, base ground. <laughs> yeah, in the in, uh, uh, in underground and, and some, sometimes
1: on the tenth floor. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just you can't, almost, you can't um, notice
0: the the I think the the safety uh, regulation is not very stringent in Japan <laughs> because it always <laughs> seems like they have these weird contraptions, like maybe there's uh, heating coming to your, like a, a cooking uh, pan on your table, or you know, it's <laughs> almost dirty, almost dirty, the the tiny places. Yes. But it's and
1: a it's it's a good dirtiness.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, but it's like all of the nice places I go to. They're not all of them, but but often it's this one place that there's almost this quality that you, it links to the surprise that you were talking about. People Mm. who know it know that Mm. it's good, but if you don't know it, then you would never find it. Like you would never be drawn to this place and go like, oh yes, this must be nice. Right?
1: Mm, Exactly.
2: Yeah. um, In Japan, especially in Tokyo, I think most of those tiny places, like tiny hideaway restaurants or hideaway bars, that that tend to be in uh, um, in Tokyo and the center of Tokyo because Tokyo is so crowded with a lot of you know restaurants and shops and so th- that's why um, they I don't think they want to make themselves really small in the person. First place, but, but
1: but they have no choice, probably. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, they.
2: Ha- I think they have no choice because you know the the land fee is vi- extremely mm. high. But but still, um, it's one of the um, let, let's say the premium for the Tokyoians to know those kind of you know um, dirty but good places.
0: Mm. So you feel mm. like you you if you bring your friends there, you're like, oh, I found this one place mm. which is awesome, and you you sort of uh, discover this treasure.
1: Oh yes, yes. So that's by, right. By mm-hmm. the way, in in Ginza where I used to work, uh, <laughs> there, there was a yes, you know, I, I worked in Ginza, uh, and uh, so did I. I found... By the way, I worked
0: at the <laughs> school in Ginza. Uh, uh, oh, oh so did i <laughs> yeah
1: <I'm> Oh, <laughs> what a coincidence <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes i found in the base of a big uh, how do you call the the depart or the department like mitsukoshi sales. department yes uh, so it was a pretty pretty old department store uh, really uh, uh, not polished and how to say it, it kind of it felt like I was in North Korea, really. Really? <laughs> uh, <What? laughs> because it was it was a Matsuzakaya, to not to name it, yeah. uh, and it was pretty old and really old-fashioned and and, and, and and gray and brown everywhere and not really attractive. But I found this little gen in uh, hmm. in the base ground. It was a uh, it was a meat uh, meat maker meat uh, uh, seller. Which with with a counter where you could eat a delicious gyudon, the, the 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 most incredible and delicious gyudon. Gyudon is <laughs> uh, is a slice of uh, of beef on on top of uh, good rice, actually, mm-hmm. too, basically. So I was really happy to to to, to find, mm-hmm. and besides, it was pretty pretty cheap, although it was in, in Ginza.
0: That's but and also. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah. No. Sorry. Just to, to end it. Uh, but unfortunately, one day, uh, TV program uh, talked about this secret place, and, <laughs> and from it now was on, <laughs> and it was crowded, and I had to wait thirty minutes at least to to to, to get my my meal so uh, but it was still it was it was worth the wait
0: but there are always that's also something that people always do you go to the place you put your name on the on the list and then you wait either sitting yeah. there usually just sitting there and it's not rare to be queuing oh, yeah. for 30 minutes to go to the one place that you really like i've yeah. done this many many mm. times but um.
1: recently Pancakes and and popcorn shops are pretty trendy, and you have popcorn to, to wait for
0: two. Yeah,
1: popcorns, but <laughs> wait, popcorns for pop popcorn from Chicago. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 best one. Uh, okay. Apparently, but it was like two hours uh,
0: line, <laughs> even be from really the, the early morning. All right. Um, Mm. I I would say for me, the defining characteristic, there are so many, but one of the ones (laughs) I can't not mention would be the kawaii aspect of everything, the cuteness. Mm. Um, Mm. And I think that's kind of uh, almost to a worrisome level, you know, everything has to be so cute. And it's not just, uh, you know... uh, uh, the characters on the ads or the people on the silly ads, it's even actual people in, you know, in pop culture everywhere in TV shows and movies and obviously the girls as well, but even the guys, it feels like there's this sort of, um, because schools and family and then companies take care of you so much you don't need to grow up beyond uh your teenage years it feels like everyone's a teenager until they're you know 45 almost or it's, and and the cuteness manifests itself in the most uh, I, i'm sure everyone knows about you know the cute things from japan but in in you walk in the streets and you see groups of 20 something people uh, and girls, especially that are acting like seven year old children. It's, it's concerning for me. It's almost like, you know, are you, are you fit to function as a human being? So I, I'm being a bit harsh, I guess, but, uh, Kaori, I would wonder, um, what you think about this, this description of, uh, of Japan.
2: Well, um, I'm well. I'm aware that there are um, people who cannot um, <laughs> actually be an adult, and they they act like they have all these Peter Pan syndromes.
3: <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know if it is a trend, but, uh, but- women um nowadays even in their 30s or 40s or maybe in the 6 four, 50s or 60s th- um some i find some people some ladies um liking um Hello Kitty
0: mm. <laughs> <But you laughs> so there's so- mm-hmm. it, it's things like that it's kind of you know and and doing the little V sign when you take the pictures and the way the, <laughs> oh the <laughs> girls dress. And isn't there something, I mean, sorry, I sort of interrupted you, Kari. I'm sorry, but uh, oh, no, 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 no. It, it's, mm-hmm. it feels like it's so part of the, of the everyday life or is it just, uh, you know, superficial and actually inside everyone's thinking like a rational person.
2: Um, well, that's, a hard question because i i've never had that sort of you know kawaii mind in myself so.
1: really mm. <laughs> you can no. tell us the truth
0: <laughs> but no you
2: know. i no i really mean it i've never understood those
1: people
0: <laughs> really <laughs> but they're there though right i mean yeah, actu- yeah. actually I, i'm
1: so used to it i, I mm. don't even notice them mm. recently really okay <laughs> so yeah no it's <laughs> they
2: become okay. a uh oh, no, no go ahead
0: um so okay so you you finish your 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 thought, Cody. I interrupted you, I'm sorry, but yeah, it, <sighs> you don't feel like it's so uh present for you and maybe not for yourself but around you uh it's not as big uh, uh as big a deal as it feels for me
2: um I, i'm I'm not sure if I can at least imagine what they're um psychology (laughs) sorry but but, well i can't be in their shoes but but still i think those people are able to manage their two you know like different um personalities one that one that want to behave like like a child and want to be like premature and just have fun with their lives but but the second personality is to adjust to the society to the especially to the workplace because they have to earn some money for a living
0: Huh, that's that's interesting so you're saying it's not the way they would like it's not their actual um, uh, character it's just a part of, of something they like and they do it consciously, maybe understanding that it's a little bit, you know, too kawaii, but they like it so they don't really care. It's just something. Maybe it's even more accepted here, but it's not like they're actually children inside their heads. They also have the serious side and they can be serious when they need to.
2: I think so, because um, if not, then there will be so many, you know, jobless people, job, <laughs> jobless young persons. <laughs> so but and there but isn't, in fact, yeah. And there isn't, a, well, there are increasing, um, you know, um, jobless people, oh, yeah, young people nowadays. But, but at least um, before I got um, this job, Recent job, I worked for several companies before, and I I saw some girls that you know wear wear pink all over, or or like um, they they love cute stuff, kawaii stuff.
1: But and on that level, it's close to to cosplay, right?
2: Yeah, it's close. It's to cos-
1: cosplaying, yeah.
2: But it's it's like their hobby. You know, they mm. they like to turn off, the, turn on their switch, or turn off, or either way around. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know which is which. But <laughs> but um, if they're working, they behave like an adult. They do their job um, for well, um, their work well done. But um, just as they once they um, finish their job, they just um, click into another you know, personality that they could have fun with
0: themselves. So maybe what I'm seeing isn't necessarily the people being childish, but a societal acceptance of, uh, you know, it's not bad if you're behaving a little bit childishly. That's not what, you know, something that is important for being a functional human being, as long as you're doing what you should be doing, then whatever, be, be uh, a ridiculous little kawaii thing. We don't care. It's not. It, whereas in in, uh, in Western societies, I think there would be a judgment cast mm. on that kind of behavior. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. in Japan, that behavior doesn't matter as long as you're being, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> you're being good <laughs> in other ways, in, in the important yeah, you're,
1: ways. You're right on this point, because, yeah people really uh, even if we can see Japan as a conservative country uh, people really don't care you, you, i mean you can meet in the street uh, a guy uh, wearing a 19th century uh, woman dress and people <laughs> wouldn't notice they, they they don't people don't react they, they just think maybe it's normal okay <laughs> and they <laughs> they go on so yeah Hmm. People accept like that because it's part of the of the culture.
2: And <laughs> I think Martin, you you are speaking of the, the people who are living in Tokyo because you know uh, especially around Harajuku, which is the you know fashion center of um, the entire Tokyo, where people like to dress um, like in extremes. Like,
1: oh yes, either but in in, the, in that place, people it's it's even more normal, you know. But really? I, I was I was talking about people that I met, I have seen in pretty remote place uh, in Tokyo. I mean, remote from Harajuku, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like uh, Ginza, for example. And uh, mm. even though people wouldn't notice, mm. so. <laughs> um,
0: uh, All right, Let, we're and talking al- And about- also, yes,
1: w- one more thing, yes, yeah. uh, about the the, the cuteness. Uh, so it's not only people, but as you said, Patrick, it's really uh, the whole society. And uh, good and em- good good example of this would be the the mascot business. You know, it's right. not there's n- not only kitty chan but there's hundreds of mascots uh, for everything every brand and every uh every part of japan and there's even uh, contests uh, mascot contests and uh, they are so so uh, they, they are put, they are put in the media everywhere we we, we see people wearing mascot Uh, Costumes and there are even mascot races, uh, so it's it's really crazy.
0: (laughs) It's uh, I think people in the U.S. will know uh, you know the mascots for the sports teams and they have those mascots, Mm -hmm. you know, costumes in in games. Imagine if that was for Mm -hmm. everything, like your bank had a mascot (laughs) and your yeah, uh, which is the case in Japan. Yeah, exactly. I remember (laughs) seeing Hello Kitty uh, uh, as a mascot for a bank here 15 or 20 years ago and I was floored and of course it was because (laughs) the the women uh, that didn't work much as much at the time um, were managing the money because the the man was too busy going to drink uh, with his (laughs) buddies at the time it was maybe more than once a week (laughs) um, going to drink with with the work uh, uh, colleagues and um and the woman was in charge of the money so in order to appeal to the to the housewives they had hello kitty mm. as a bank mascot it was very weird mm. um but so Maybe it's a difficult question, Kaori, but, uh, mm-hmm. I would like to ask you what it was like growing up in Japan. And, you know, anything that comes to mind, we're almost uh, in a, in a, uh, psychiatrist's office now. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, the kind of what, what would you, answer if i asked you what it was like to grow up in japan to try and give an idea um to the the listeners of what a japanese person feels about their uh childhood and, and growing up and school and family life and all of this
2: um, and boyfriends <laughs> uh, Martin. If,
0: if you you know that's your call you can talk about whatever you want <laughs>
2: I will kill you after this. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> well, um, I might not be the um, you know um, not be the exact person to answer to that question because um, due to the years that I spent in the uh, in America when I was um, in the first and second grade in elementary school, um, when I came back to Japan afterwards um it was um well in retrospect um like a sort of a nightmare for a couple
1: of years could you still speak proper japanese uh, at this time after 2 years in, in the us sorry uh, could, could you speak uh, proper japanese after 2 years in the us because i've heard such uh. people tend to, to 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 lose their native tongue so that's, well, was um, it the case for you?
2: Yes, that that was partly the, the case. Oh. I've been um, going to Saturday schools when I was in the U.S. Um, Saturday Japanese schools, mm. and um, so my parents wanted me to keep up with the you know native Japanese, but obviously I was going to um, the the local school for five days a week, so I. I wasn't good at Japanese at all when I came back to Japan. So um, I found out that I couldn't, you know, keep up with the Japanese friends Mm. around me. And um, so um, during my time, there were very few um, returnees. Do you call it nowadays?
0: Returnees. Um, returnees, returnees.
2: Uh, who, who who came back from foreign countries.
0: Ah, mm. so people who were born in Japan and came back. You know, I think it's it's actually pretty significant that there is a word for people who left the country and came back. Uh, I think mm. it says something about Japanese society. If I. Uh, very quickly there's one thing i uh that my one of my teachers in university told me about japan that stuck with me for all these years it was there are you know different countries have different rules about uh considering someone from this country uh Mm -hmm. not just the citizenship which is a legal thing but really feeling like you're from the country and the people around you saying that mm. you are from this country in some countries it 's the right of the land if you if you 're born there, then people around you think you are from this country for some mm. others it 's the right of blood and if your parents are from this country then you 're from this country as well in japan mm. it 's one of the few countries, if not the, the only country where you need both in order to be mm. from the country mm. you have to be have been born. In Japan and have grown up in Japan from Japanese parents, obviously. Uh, Otherwise, Mm -hmm. they will look at you just a little bit differently. I'm wondering if that's what you were experiencing as a returnee um, (laughs) (laughs) when when you came back, Cody.
2: Yes, uh, that's pretty much um, um, tells what I was, what I had experienced, and um, since they they didn't have any experience with other children that had different backgrounds like i i did um they look at looked at me totally differently um not not like a japanese because i I didn't speak good japanese
0: so how did it manifest itself were you not invited to the to the you know uh going out with friends or i'm sure it wasn't that bad but
2: um it was um more than that bad.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Please do uh, tell.
2: Well, um first of all, you know, kids are cruel in nature. Mm. So
1: Indeed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Martin, you know, you know that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Especially when you're like, you know, in the like 9 or 10 years old, they they just um try to cast out who who you don't understand because um actually I think because um they're scared that um there's someone you don't really understand
0: so, so you were isolated and
2: Yeah, I was totally isolated and whenever I I had lunch nobody would join me and and oh, sometimes oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I feel bad now for asking the yeah. question
2: <laughs> but i um but that's more or less um, most of the people who came back to japan in their early ages must have experienced well more or less or or, or um for the lucky ones they they go to international schools well especially with uh, if their parents are rich, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. so they don't have to experience that kind of um, stages. But, but if you go, if you have to go back to the local Japanese schools, then um, that's what um, mostly happens.
0: So, how long did it last?
2: Um, it lasted about an year until I.
1: Um, that's I, a long time.
2: Yeah, I'm, yeah. Until I caught up the the language, and and um, gradually learned that e- even though you couldn't speak Japanese so well, you just ha- you can just smile and <laughs> try to adjust what people are doing and try to do the same thing.
1: <laughs> and so, during that period, couldn't you uh, somehow? invert the the tendencies. Uh, I mean, you could, my, 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 I'm saying you could, but uh, obviously it was difficult, but uh, on the opposite side, you could have said to, to, to them, uh, look, I can speak English. It's a good thing to, to speak English and able to communicate in other language and, and, then, and then probably they, they could have said, oh, yes, it's a good idea and then think could have been uh, better. I don't know.
2: Um,
1: it was not well, uh, <laughs> easy, I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, especially
1: when
2: when you get if the um, if you are older than that, like when you're in junior mm. high school or maybe higher, then then maybe people might understand mm. and. Um, there might be some people who will, you know, welcome you as um, as somebody from a different culture, mm-hmm. but in elementary school, yeah. things are more, like, you know, very more... N- 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 I, I don't know how to say it but Yeah,
0: no, they're more clear They're more, more yeah. direct and,
2: yeah.
0: and harsh
2: and p- <laughs> Harsh and also mm. primitive in mm-hmm. nature mm.
0: <laughs> So did you ever end up when you were a little bit older maybe two or three years I guess you there were uh, probably the same people going to the same schools unless you moved, mm-hmm. I don't know but did you ever end up speaking to those uh, people that you had been in school with for two, three, four or five years? And talking about that period of your life, or did it never come up, and you know you never talked about it?
2: No, um well, actually, I went to the same school as the um the the same guys that that I went to elementary school up until junior high school, so um, yes, um I eventually became friends with those who used to bully me. <laughs> Right. So, um, but, but um, honestly speaking, I never brought up the, the subject.
0: Mm, okay. So it was just natural and it was just, when, once you knew how to speak Japanese, it was fine. You could be friends with them.
2: Yes, but, I, but actually um, being friends is a little bit of an overestimate, but <laughs> just um, trying to be friends uh, on okay. my side.
0: <laughs> okay, so did, <laughs> you never really became true friends with them after after all of this. No. Okay, no. so where did you get your friends from then? If you have friends, maybe you don't have friends, which is fine.
2: <laughs> uh, well, at least I have um, Martin's wife.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You met yes. in uh, high school, right?
2: Yes that that's where where I uh, made my first real friends. Okay. Um, mm, I went to a very special high school in Japan, um, which is a, um, a public school, but still um, somewhat like an international school where there are no school rules or there's, there are no chimes that. You know, whenever... No the...
1: teachers.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it fun. doesn't mm-hmm.
0: the, the, the bell doesn't ring when when it's uh, when the lesson's over, is that what you're saying?
2: Yes, yes, hmm. that's right. And Perfect. you didn't
1: you didn't have a Tai Show uh, in the morning?
2: Oh no, 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 no. Way. <laughs> absolutely
0: not <laughs> uh please explain what what taisho is i'm sure some people don't know
1: oh yeah sorry uh yes taisho is the the daily morning uh sports that uh most of the uh school boys and girls have to do uh pretty pretty early at what time uh, cardi uh, as i had never experienced myself uh,
2: well, you, you've never experienced <laughs> yourself or...
1: no no, no I, I didn't do a taisho <laughs>
2: Well um for for kids it usually begins from 6:30. But um well it's not exactly an exercise. It's kind of a stretch.
1: In, yeah. mm stretching mm. yeah.
2: But uh, you know what with um, some
1: good music <laughs>
2: <laughs> a, a, a little bit um you know <laughs> funny. <laughs> but you know um the company that I work for they begin from that that taiso. <laughs>
0: Really? Yes. You start the day with stretching in the company?
2: <laughs> yes, for, for five minutes.
0: <laughs> nice. You know, my, my wife is, is, tells me that she feels Japan is like uh, Europe in the 50s very often it says it's like <laughs> the, it's in many aspects in many ways there is oh, this, i can understand it, that yeah it, it feels like there would be company songs and these kinds of things we had uh maybe in the us or europe and in, in those times mm. but um uh, before we we move on i want to ask how are the relationships with between boys and girls in high school because this is also something a little bit strange if you look at manga and video games it seems like there's a level of shyness between boys and girls, which is almost uh uh concerning as well, maybe it's not the case in reality
3: um,
2: it depends on what level is is concerning to you <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I, I mean in i think in there's always in any school you know at when you're a teenager you sort of uh start discovering. The, the 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 opposite sex, and it's a little bit, uh, uh, you know, you have all the stories like between who likes whom and all of this. But even beyond that, it seems like uh, boys and girls in Japanese, maybe junior high schools, they don't interact much. Uh, and there is a little bit of, I don't know how to describe it exactly, but... Uh, uh, inherent shyness to to uh, the different groups, and they don't talk to one another. Or when they do, it's a big deal. Or you know these kinds of things.
2: Um, um, well, if you if you ask that in the Tokyo area, um, the the young people in in junior high school, they're more like they have more information and. They are more like you know mature in a way, and mm. in um, mm. in, ter- in terms of knowledge. So they they want to grow up fast,
3: <laughs> right?
2: So they, they they try out a lot of you know um, not so um,
0: um, impressive things. <laughs> okay, they they they're being kids and being idiots, mm-hmm. which is what yeah, kids do.
2: <laughs> ex- exactly but also um but but i don't know it depends on the uh, i think the, the regions um especially around junior high school um well i was um living in kanagawa which was a, a little in the outskirts of um tokyo and although it it was only an hour um, train ride from Tokyo. Um, well, when I was in junior high school, Tokyo seems to be far. And, um, we had this kind of like, you know, um, very modest shyness toward, um, the opposite sex.
0: Mm. Okay. So mm. it did exist. I guess it exists everywhere, but it feels just <laughs> more, uh, in Japan. Um, Yeah, if
1: you you see so much uh, things like that in in manga and anime, we can guess Uh, it's mm. probably true. Mm, I think so.
3: Mm.
1: There's a part of reality, yeah. Kari?
2: No, no, no. But yeah, um, manga is also another, um, a good provider of all that information.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Um, uh, hey, Martin, um, yeah. another question for you. Um, I, I, you've been living there for almost uh, 15 years. Mm-hmm. How integrated do you feel in Japanese society?
1: Yeah, that's a good question because uh, I think every foreigner living in Japan uh, for more than two or three years uh, question themselves uh, about this so I think like everybody uh I would say I'm integrated but I will never be I will never be 100% integrated even though I speak a perfect Japanese even though I spent the next 30 years here and uh, I go to a retirement retirement place here <laughs> uh I will Always be uh, a foreigner for Japanese people. Gaijin. So, yeah, yeah, I will be a gaijin, Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I actually I don't mind. I don't want to be. Hundred percent integrated. I don't want to be uh, assimilated as a Japanese. Which uh, why if, you, if, you, if you if you look at me, it's 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 impossible <laughs> to to, to misunderstand <laughs> <laughs> to misunderstand me to with um, to, to mistake Japanese you with people, a Japanese people uh, to mistake me, yes. Uh, but what, I'm why and
0: why do you not want to be a hundred percent integrated? Because
1: I'm I'm happy to be here, partly integrated, but keeping my. Own uh, culture and my own uh, type mm-hmm. and uh, specificity as as a French uh, guy. So and besides, I, I it serves me. It, I, I use it because for for my living because I teach French uh, casually and I when I draw I draw as a mostly as a French guy talking about French. Things and French living in Japan, so it's part of of what I do, and uh, I feel comfortable with with that. Um, so, and uh, one other point is people really zero percent integrated. So I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about foreigners yes like i mentioned uh before the the expats <laughs> right right uh, so and and really they 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 just don't fit and they they don't like they don't even learn the language that which really um, makes me think why are they, why are you here <laughs>
0: Yeah there there's definitely a population of uh, expats and you know some of them have just been sent here for work and they're going to be here for mm. a couple of years and I think that's understandable but there are also people coming here and who live here and who have lived here yeah. for a long time and yeah. they don't they really don't want to to I mean it's fine I guess but it's just surprising for me um but maybe they come for the politeness we were talking about earlier. They're happier here in the society where everything <laughs> is easy, and you know you have convenience stores everywhere that are going to sell everything from <laughs> drinks to foods to 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 socks to everything, and that's um, open twenty four hours a day, and that's convenient and it's safe and all of this. But uh,
1: but uh, exactly. But they 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 stay. Oh, sorry uh yeah they stay, the, the the biggest problem probably comes uh from the fact they stay uh with people from their country or i mean they are speaking language so uh yeah it's the expat uh, community and they stay together exactly yeah. mm-hmm. yes and so they are, they are missing so much by not even speaking a few words in Japanese. So that's that's a pity. They they, they miss uh, 80% of all the country, I guess.
0: So are there foreigners that look like foreigners that are integrated completely? Does that exist or is it not possible? Uh, There's
1: a point, uh, a funny point about being integrated uh, in a way that uh, (laughs) people who really want to be integrated tend to do too much to be integrated. Mm-hmm. So they they want to be Japanese. They uh, some of them even change their nationality, <laughs> and they behave as Japanese, but sh- but even more Japanese than Japanese. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How does that
1: work? <laughs> what so, do yeah, do? So
2: but, yeah, I think I understand what Martin is saying. Um, I. I... We've seen a lot of um, gai- gaijin san
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh, for foreigners, w- which we call ga- um, gaijin in Japanese. Mm. But um, there, it, it can't be denied that um, foreigners, especially with like blonde hair or blue eyes, or you know, we the Japanese in general, they they cannot, you know, um, look at them as as Japanese, even if they're 100% integrated Um, and...
1: Unless unless you do some surgery, but...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, make your um, nose a little bit... yeah, flatter
0: and... <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, you're saying, Cody, that they don't never... They they will never be fully integrated, even if they try to... So what do they do when yeah. you say they do too much?
1: So, yeah, so a uh, good example. You know, uh, probably, Patrick, you, you noticed people are really bowing a lot, you know, yes. to, mm-hmm. to, to say, to, to, to say, I okay, noticed, to, yes. to say, yeah, of course, when, when you salute people, yeah, it's kind of, it, it becomes somehow automatic even for foreigners we I, I i didn't even notice but i do a lot myself some some yeah, bowing yeah. but the the the, the most uh, thing about these people is they they bow even when they are speaking over the phone <laughs> <laughs> you, you know and that's the thing not every Japanese do, but this type of foreigners uh, even bow during the, the phone conversation. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's <laughs> not too the, bad. I was expecting gestures. some. I was expecting yeah. something a lot worse. And,
2: uh, and also, Martin, I have to point out that um, a, a lot of Japanese do that too <laughs> over ah, the phone. Oh,
0: so there you go. It's not. Just <laughs> yeah, whenever the they
2: yeah <laughs> talking about myself. Whenever I you know talk with my. My clients, my very, you know, good, good clients. And when I say thank you, I, I find myself bowing at the phone.
0: Yeah, you know, but, it, you know, it's the same for me, even when I'm when I speak Japanese, I sort of change my attitude, you know, my, mm-hmm. my body language. I I bow my head just a little bit when I'm saying, you know, it's like, Eto, ano, you know, and, and I put my hand behind my neck on my neck. And I scratch it a little bit And I'm like I do little <laughs> head movements To express that something might be I, That it, I can't do it Or that it's impossible But I just say Yeah, it might be a little bit difficult Or, you know, these kinds There's uh next to my To where I, I'm living now um There's an intersection And there's uh, employees of the mall next to it mm-hmm. That are regulating the traffic And when they stop the cars for you to uh pass If you're walking There are, you know three cars per minute and there are like three people regulating this it's ridiculous but (laughs) yes they they bow a little bit and and of course i bow back you know it becomes a habit (laughs) it's like the the japanese people don't even look at them but for me it's impossible not to bow when someone's (laughs) bowing to me it would be so rude i can't so um and and i
1: experiment some some weird thing about bowing and that's Many foreigners experiment that, and it's when you as a foreigner meet, uh, not meet, but you you, you just see in the streets, you you, you cross the way of of another foreigner, and sometimes there's an eye contact and you yeah a little so nod you can't yeah. help but make a little bow yeah. and after that you think oh, but, but that's silly that's stupid why did
0: I do that but you know I think that says something about the, the number also of foreigners there is in the country um, mm. I, I mean there are a lot more especially in big cities nowadays but uh, and, and you know Kyoto is very a big tourist con- tourist town so there's a lot of them here but still I remember when I was living here and even now when you, you come across a foreign. It's not that common. It's not, and and also, of course, if you're in the in the West, uh, you you wouldn't really know that someone is. I don't know if you're in Paris and you 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 come across someone who's from Estonia, you're not going to know that they're from Estonia just by looking at them. Or maybe sometimes you <laughs> no will. Right? But in Japan, if there's a Westerner, then you know immediately because they don't look the same. So mm-hmm. there's you're going to notice, and there is a little bit of a of a bow, but it says something that there's so few of them I, I remember that the ex- you know the difference between the number of japanese people in paris and the number of french people in in tokyo was you know an order of magnitude different you know there were more japanese people in france um mm-hmm. but uh th- th- talking about those foreigner things there are so many uh it seems like there's again i'm exaggerating for uh, effect but it seems there's a fascination with uh with the west that is surprising in here there's like i see uh display ads everywhere in the in the streets and the bus and there's like wedding ads everywhere with foreigners and it's to me it's shocking it's like there's like this place to get married and they don't show the, uh, the the Japanese people getting married. It's it's a blonde woman and a blonde guy with blue eyes, and it's it's almost like a theme park, like get married like the Americans do or something. And I, it it feels weird um, because there's so much of it. Is that is that? You know, accurate or is it just my oh, yeah. impression? Because, yeah, yeah, it's
1: been a, it's been a long time uh, mm. since the the, the the Japan has been influenced by by the West uh, for for the yeah the commercials and and even the, the the dramas and but it's just recently I think the past five six years mm. that they are really using massively foreigners for uh, advertising purpose. Really? And, uh, I know because I was part of it, actually. I, I appeared in a few, <laughs> in a few commercials, ju- ju- just as an extra, uh, <laughs> don't, uh, <laughs> don't misunderstand. But uh, yes, I, I and, and I met a lot of foreigners, uh, and they, it was their, just their job. They are, they were doing mm. modeling and, and mm. appearing on, on even, I, you know, I, funny thing, I was even, uh, featured, not featured but I, w- I appeared in a uh, Japanese drama <laughs> oh nice yeah, uh, no, Japanese, <laughs> wow. in, in in costume Ooh, that was a funny, funny experience. In a medieval (laughs)
0: thing from Japan or something?
1: Yes, it it was uh, from the um, uh, Edo period, I guess. And uh, the the shot was supposed to be in Okinawa and it was shot in a studio. And it was Mm. pretty amazing because with Mm -hmm. just some spotlights, uh, we felt like really the the sunlight. Yeah. (laughs) 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 It was a good experience.
0: Kaori, is there? Mm-hmm. Does that inspire anything from you? That fascination with the West, or is it just natural and you don't really even, you know, think about it too much?
2: Well, um, actually, um, if it was like five or ten years ago, there was this obvious like Western complex in the Japanese that they want to be, um, they want to look like the Westerners or Caucasian. So to speak. Mm. So there were people who want. Well, there are still people who, who want to um, have plastic surgery to make their face look like um, Caucasian. Oh, sense. really?
0: Wow. Okay, that's, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> it's, it's less
1: it's less strong than in Korea. In Korea, oh. it's really dramatic because mm. uh, girls, even even teenagers, want and and ask as a present uh, surgery. Which mm. is like
0: pretty to, sad, I think. To change the eyes or something?
1: Yeah, the eyes wow. and, and the whole face and and somehow uh, it's really you know, an overall opinion. But uh, from the the images that I have, I've seen from the Korean television and, and drama, there's a there's a model. I mean, uh, every girl is, is is made. It's it's, it's sad yeah, to they... use this this verb, but, mm. but they are made on the same model. Mm.
2: Yeah, so they all look the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, And it's it's really obvious that they they they, had, they, had, they went uh, over a surgery and uh, hmm. fortunately but, Japan is not that far.
2: Mm, okay. And but, I think
0: uh, Oh go ahead. Oh go sorry.
2: Ahead. Well um but I think that um very recently Japanese girls um started to have their own like pride on their like Asian beauty. Because mm-hmm. um so um, I think um, well as far as I can see in the uh, advertisement and um, fashion magazines they don't show um, not that much Caucasian women in the magazines like um, I've seen um, before
0: okay so it's starting mm. to shift a little bit maybe finally I would say
2: <laughs> finally,
0: maybe. Yeah. Um, finally so uh, we're, we're gonna bring the, the show to an end fairly soon. It's been, uh, over an hour already. Uh, but before we do, I think this, uh, discussion about, uh, about women and their image, um, is a nice transition to another thing I wanted to talk about, especially to you, Cody, was mm-hmm. it, which is the, um, the situation of women in Japan. Because my wife says about many things that it, it seems like Japan is almost like, uh, you know, the, western world from the 50s i think the the it's in some respects uh the case for um for the situation of women as well um and i don't know if you would you know you would agree with this or you know what's your assessment of uh, of women in japan and their position and their the way they're considered today
2: um well that's c- kind of a difficult question because um it depends on um what kind of uh, background you have but um uh, well speaking in general um more and more women are um being able to have jobs okay so uh, let,
0: let me stop you let me stop you there for for a second already To me, when you're saying more and more women are able to have jobs, it feels like maybe not the 50s, but maybe the 60s or the 70s, right? (laughs) We wouldn't say that about about Europe. We would say, you know, it it feels like, isn't that obvious, right?
2: Um, You can say that. It's still
1: not that obvious, uh, unfortunately, I think. Well
2: so so that that's why I, I said that um it depends on the background. If you're um graduated from a prestigious university, then there's kind of a close to 100% that you can get a serious job, not a clerical, you know, temporary job until you get married, but you can get a permanent, you know, a, a good job um as well as men do. But um,
0: that would be accepted to be that's your job, and you're on equal footing with with the men in the company.
2: Um, I wish I could say so, but there is still some kind of um, a, a, a unspoken uh, r- rules that lies be- beneath the, the Japanese society that women will be leaving the job as soon as they, they um they have children or
0: hmm. when they get married so so is that but, common is that what usually happens
2: um uh, well so far i have to admit that um many women was forced to were forced to uh quit their job because um there hasn't been a system in japan so far for taking care of their kids in the first place
0: uh so I guess it's not just about paid uh maternity leave it's about like actual what do you do with the kid after it's you can't go back to work because there's no one to take care of them. is that what you're saying
2: yes exactly um, n- not not enough um, kinder uh, kindergarten or what do you say nursing yeah, yeah um, nir-
0: kindergartens and, nursery, yeah, uh, and nir- I, I nurseries,
2: mean, yeah, nurseries, yeah, nurseries. And also, um, well, um, it's really I still find it really, you know, um, I can't understand why the Japanese government um, doesn't do that, but in well, for example, when I was in the United States, when I was uh, um first and second grade in elementary school, i I used to um be taken care of by um teenage uh babysitters right so so that my parents can go out for dinner or like you know socialize with the neighbors and all that adult stuff
1: <laughs> and that doesn't exist in japan i can I can tell because um mm. as a father there' <laughs> are no such uh, service i mean service i mean baby babysitting mm. i think almost. Doesn't exist in Japan.
0: That would be a great idea for some kind of a startup or a company, or maybe maybe I'm I'm looking at this from a Westerner's eyes. Maybe it wouldn't be accepted. Maybe parents. I think degree. it would be
1: hard for parents too, to track to have some foreigner uh, taking care for, i mean oh, foreigner no, no, no. people i mean, not I mean fr- people not foreigner sorry i mean uh, oh stranger no taking care stranger yes yeah, stranger uh taking care of their kid while they are away i think uh. that would be hard hmm.
2: and it's also a matter of uh yeah maybe the the concept of um uh, of Letting your child into a stranger's hand, mm. and well, in fact, um I, my babysitters were very um, our our neighbors kids, so uh, we knew them very well, so mm. we had no you know concerns about them but but still, in Japan, uh, well, uh, some people actually started babysitting business, but what they ended up with was that. Being sued by mothers that their <laughs> oh. <laughs> that their kids bump their head on the corner of the table or whatever happened okay. that that usually happens.
0: <laughs> mm, okay. Hmm. So right, that's that's I think very symptomatic of mm. uh, the way society, Japanese society, is organized, and I guess women have to leave their jobs. Um, how are they considered in in a, a company? The relationships between the men and the women. I'm just curious to know. You know, is it uh, beyond the question of having to leave your job when you uh, when you have kids or when you get married, which already is kind of you know a little bit of a concern, but. On the everyday work life, uh, is there uh, 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 equality uh, when you have the same job as someone else, or is there still this underlying, you know, uh, position thing that is a little bit uh, different?
1: Speaking, sorry, I, I want to say, speaking of equality, I think we should mention the uh, the office lady. Which yes for me is 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 really really bad and 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 but
0: that doesn't exist no, anymore, not good for it? equality
1: yeah no it, it's still I uh, can you confirm kaoli there are still a lot of office ladies and uh, the, the, the the incredible thing is that they are doomed to uh, to be they are just in they, they don't have a proper job they are They will do everything. They will sell the coffee, open the doors. Yeah, let me
0: explain what an office lady is. Uh, Basically, (laughs) the first jobs that women could get in Japan in companies were office ladies. And an office lady is someone that uh, basically is uh, a clerk staff for the company. Uh, They bring tea, they bring food, they open the doors. They open doors, yeah. and, and, And for a long time, it was what a woman could do could get as a job in a company. And in Japan, I would say the vast majority of, uh, people who have a job work in a big company. They're, uh, salary men and they work in a big company, or I guess they were office ladies for a long time. Um, and that's, that's what you do in, in Japan. There are very few other options if you want to have a serious job. Um so mm-hmm. yeah Cody is it still the case that you have office ladies I thought that it was they had disappeared now
2: Uh no they they do exist <laughs> and
0: oh and, and they have a uniform Yeah yeah of course
2: uh, Um I actually are <laughs> you know, wearing a uniform <laughs> daily at my office um really? they, uh, well it's partly because um I'm working inside a a big you know plant
0: Mm-hmm. so um that's do the men a... wear uniform too
2: yeah they do too
0: okay so that's then okay, so that's, it's okay that's fair pretty enough. fair fair, fair <laughs> enough but,
2: but um i i can say that there are a lot of um so-called office ladies that that just do clerical works and just run until era... they
1: got kids
2: <laughs> yeah that's and the, run... that's
1: the point <laughs>
2: yeah that's that's the point yeah that yeah. was i was trying to say that yeah so, sorry. so so they were so they're not hired temper permanently they they they're mostly um tend to be um what what we call temp staffs Mm
1: -hmm. temporary staffs right
2: Mm, so So they are not
1: meant from the beginning that's what i i think is 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 bad they are not from the beginning they are not meant to do a career Mm -hmm. Uh, even if they want they they are considered as like low level Uh, people, I think, uh, from, on my opinion. So, yeah.
0: But so, okay. So the, the, aside from the issue of office ladies, which again, I (laughs) thought had disappeared, um, but (laughs) for, for, um, you know, regular employees that are women and regular employees that are male, uh, how's the relationship nowadays?
2: Um, can I get to ask the question?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, because um, um, well, uh, maybe I'm a little bit um, exceptional. Exceptional because I work for a very um, conventional company, but at the same time, it means that um, most of the employees are hired hired right away. They have um, uh, graduated college. So they don't know the outside world other than the 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 company that I'm working for,
0: and that's the case for many employees yeah, in many a, companies, yes. right? Mm.
2: Yeah, nowadays, yes, um, especially for the for like companies that have um, long histories. But um, however, um, I have been working for other companies before, and well, thanks to my. English um, capabilities, um, I think I am keeping an equal or maybe a little bit advantageous um, post right now.
0: Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. So it is it is definitely possible, I guess, at least in mm-hmm. this one instance, and I'm sure it's not the only one, for a woman to be... Uh, to have a, a leg up compared to to the men, if the 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 skills are uh, warranted. So in this case, you you mm-hmm. speak good English, so they they respect you for your for what you can do and the work you can do. That's that says something about uh, about the society, I guess.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And because Japanese, well, they they live in this small island and they don't have to you know mingle with other. Foreigners before for a long time, so so there are only very few people. Uh, well, it's there are many more people who can speak English, just yes, uh, good English, but but still, um, people who can speak good English gets to um, get a good job.
0: Mm, okay, that's that's interesting to know. Oh, Japanese people who can speak good English.
2: Ja- yes, Japanese people yeah, who can speak okay. English. Yes okay mm.
1: but All still right. it's uh you you're you you're lucky sorry to interrupt uh you, you are, i think you're lucky because i've heard uh, many times that even though uh as japan is a really patriarchal uh society uh, uh on many um, on many cases uh there's no salary uh, equality i think and, and men uh, earn more money than 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 women, unfortunately.
2: Oh well, on, a, um, on
1: a, for an equal job, I mean. Uh,
2: but maybe in yeah. Most of
1: the cases. But,
2: mm, that that might be true because um, I've only worked four years and um, I've been promised to be promoted for in a few years, maybe. But but still, it's um, later than. Slower than the uh, the same, uh, you know, same the the men that have not the linguistic skills but um, technical skills. So maybe I have joined um, later, so that might be the reason. But they also, I think, they're all, also considering the fact that I am a female and I am the late thirties. <laughs> I'll mm. admit that. So they can't take the risk of, you know, promoting women um, and then, you know, and take the risk that they may quit in the near future.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, in I mean, the, the, the l- lack of equality, I think, is present everywhere. It might be more in Japan. Um, last question to clarify, is there paid mm-hmm. maternity leave in, in Japan?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay.
2: Mm,
1: so yes, sense. fortunately. Well,
2: well, if you if just only if you are a permanent worker.
1: Oh yeah. So, wow.
2: so if you are my, my temp-
1: wife, my wife is so she she she, she was lucky <laughs> enough to get the maternity leave.
2: Because <laughs> yeah. Madi is competent worker, so she has a lot of skills, so she deserves
0: mm-hmm. it. Mm, but it's you but it's mm. it it means that it exists for people who are. Uh, who 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 are, you know, who are providing the, the kind of job that the company uh, expects. If mm-hmm. you're hired mm-hmm. as an office lady, then mm-hmm. you're not going to get it because that's not... Uh, unfortunately, there are probably not enough women in the Japanese workforce still. But I guess mm-hmm. it's changing. I guess it is uh, slowly. And again, you know, I'm going to come back to what my wife says, which is... <laughs> Europe in the fifties. It took some time, you know. I don't know how accurate it is, but it definitely feels like parts of it are um, are valid. And when you look at what Japan is, uh, you know, it, it was completely closed off until sixteen oh nine. I'm sorry, it started closing off in sixteen oh nine, and then it opened in eighteen sixty eight with Meiji, the Meiji Restoration, Mm-mm. and. Went straight into basically, uh, uh, Colonizing mode and its entire efforts from being a, uh, a medieval society went into weapons manufacturing, and all of the growth of the country came came. Well, maybe not all. I'm exaggerating a little the bit. The best of technology. <laughs> it, it was it was weapons manufacturing, but be, below that, the society was very much a, a medieval society. And when Japan lost World War II, the country mm-hmm. was devastated. So it basically. If you want to exaggerate things a little bit, it lost the only thing it had created in those uh, previous 70 years or so, or 80 years. uh, And that was building an army. And so they came back to what they were in 1609 or 02, I can't remember, Edo. Um, And they went back to a very medieval uh, society, so I think that's. It's not surprising that we're only fifty years after that mm-hmm. uh, reset, and that we're still, you know, in this country not to uh, the levels of mo- modernity that we can expect in our uh, Western societies. In some respects, in others, you know, technology is amazing in all of this, but um, it takes time. So mm. I don't know. Am yeah. I? Yeah. W- am I completely out of? Uh, uh, out of line? Am I saying uh, uh, silly things? Or no, no. Right?
2: I, th- I think you're right yeah. <clears throat> because um, it's. I think it's still amazing that after the the defeat, complete defeat uh, um, in the Second World War, Japanese has you know skyrocketed with the its, its technology and its you know um, the national growth, the economical growth, and so it's no wonder that some some aspects are, you know, are still slow.
3: Mm.
2: So um, I think the um, women's workforce infrastructure will be um, better in a in a few decades, maybe. Mm-hmm.
0: Hopefully. <laughs> so
2: yeah, so I'm hoping for that. <laughs> well, I, I will be in the you know more. Retired <laughs> stage <laughs> by then. You know, by I, then, I,
1: I think there's we really can do we can of, do another episode in, in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and see, where and see if it worked or not.
0: <laughs> I think there's a, a real opportunity for for that um, for mm. helping women. um you know, it's it's as you were saying, I didn't realize, but if there's no way to have the kids taken care of once they're born, obviously okay. it's gonna be difficult. I think there is really an econom an economic opportunity um for someone to create a company that can crack the the code to making this acceptable by uh by society, by families in Japan, and not mm. having the result of just creating lawsuits for uh kids bumping <laughs> their heads. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, alright. Exactly.
0: I yeah. think that's a good place to, to stop the show. Um, <laughs> th- thank you very much, to both of you, uh, for, oh. for participating. It was a really good time. Um, yes,
2: it was very fun. On my thank side you. too, yes.
0: Yeah, thank nice. you for having us. <laughs> um, I have a, a, usually I ask people who participate in the show if they have a, a place on the internet where people can find them, um, either a Twitter account or a website or stuff like that. I don't know if you, if you, have any presence on the internet Cody maybe you don't
2: um, well i'm uh trying to make myself a little bit confidential
0: <laughs> okay all right so let's let's just uh move i'm, I'm on. a secret agent <laughs> <laughs> understood uh martin however mm-hmm. uh, you do have uh, some things to offer
1: oh yes yeah. as a freelance illustrator uh, i have a website which is uh, www.cafemarutan.com. It's spelled C-A-F-E-M-A-R-U-T-A-N, but you can find it on on the show probably. And uh, Patrick, maybe you can also put my Twitter account, uh, which is Baron Marutan, also on the notes of the show. And uh, yeah, you can find some of my works there and some tweets uh, mainly about Japan tech and stuff.
0: Cool. <laughs> Excellent. Thank yeah, you. Very and by much. the way, Patrick, uh, yes. I'm, I'm
1: especially happy to be to be here because you know, it's been 10 years since I started listening to your to your podcasts starting <laughs> with Azeroth.fr so it's a, real honor to be with you oh. on this episode thank you again
0: oh you're too wow. kind thank, thank no. you for coming <laughs> I mean we, we first met when um, when on on our when we were on on our homi- honeymoon with my wife a few years ago mm-hmm. and yeah. um, it was it was a great time and uh, we kept in touch and I hope we get to uh, uh, have dinner when you come to Kyoto in a few days mm. so uh, yep, it's, exactly. it's my pleasure to the, gyo- uh, yes, the, <laughs> the Gyoza
1: place yes place the a Fan of gyoza. He Who eats only him? gyoza every day. <laughs> gyoza not. for breakfast, gyoza for lunch, <laughs> gyoza for dinner.
0: I wish I could. Um, but yeah, gyoza if, you, life. if you ever go to Kyoto, uh, Saint Montaigne is a fantastic gyoza restaurant, <laughs> which I will be taking Martin to uh, oh, when he when with he pleasure. Comes up. pleasure. Yeah. All right, ah, sounds great. Uh, it is, and you know, it's it's this exactly like we discussed earlier. It's this uh, tiny place with where the 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 only <laughs> thing they do is is gyoza, and they do it really uh-huh. well, and um, it's super delicious. It's this one old guy who does the gyoza almost all the time, and there's there's
1: always an old, an old guy.
0: <laughs> yes, always. It feels like you know, it's it must be some kind of zen meditation because he's there. <laughs> hours a day making the same thing just the gyoza every day for hours there's i don't know how he does it but they're delicious so maybe you know the pleasure of uh of giving delicious foods to his uh to his uh customers i think is what sure drives and maybe him.
1: he maybe he <laughs> will get a star because maybe you've heard but uh for the <laughs> first time uh there was uh there was a, a ramen shop that got uh, a Michelin who star. got a Michelin star? Yeah. 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 The sushi a restaurant got three stars in, in the Michelin uh, a few years ago, but for a ramen shop, it was the, the first ever yeah. star. And maybe the next step will be the, for Gyoza. the for yeah. The, yeah. the Gyoza Sémontén. <laughs>
2: <Se> <laughs> but it, it's so funny because Kyoto has so many, you know, like um, luxurious or ex- exquisite places to um, dine out. But, and gyoza is specifically uh, like a local food for uh, which prefecture was that? Like a Chiba Ooh. or Guma, Guma or Not sure. yeah, somewhere in, like in that, the Kanto yeah. region. So, so, if they heard about your, you know, <laughs> your love for gyoza and Kyoto then they will be very very <laughs> mad <laughs> because they feel like they're they have been stolen their soul food
0: <laughs> you know what i think it might be a ploy on my side to for people <laughs> from there to tell me where i should go next time i come to japan so i can have the best gyoza in uh, uh, what was it uh gunma or <laughs> uh, so yeah <laughs> that, <word. laughs> that place <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm always open to more delicious gyoza. I'll I'll say oh. that. <laughs>
3: um,
1: you will make a gyoza guide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm
0: always always open to that. It's uh, it's one of you know gyoza and okonomiyaki, and actually we oh. went to a, a couple of pretty nice um, ramen places as well, mm-hmm. um, mm. which I I, I should make a blog article uh, about all the nice places definitely yeah i have to because people keep asking me when they come to japan they're like oh what where should i go and i keep typing out the the same thing over and over again so i should put it (laughs) write it down somewhere (laughs) <laughs>
1: but the, the gyoza—it's is, 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 not a chain, right? It's a—it's a unique no. place.
0: No, it's—it's it's the only mm. place that that mm-hmm. does it, and it's a hitokuchi gyoza. So it's a one mm. bite gyoza. Uh, so they're small, small, small ones. Mm. Yes, mm. yeah, and um, so
3: it's.
2: It's a Kyoto style
0: then. Yeah, yeah. It must be, mm. I think, I mean, yum, I, yum. I think it's a Saint-Montaine style. Um, mm. And so you go there and it's the only thing on the menu. You can, well, there's like cucumber <laughs> and a bunch of other, th- a couple of other things. But basically it's, it's gyoza and rice. And you order, you know, 20, 30, 50 of them. And, um, and that's what you
3: have. Wow. Well, if you're really
0: <laughs> hungry, you might get 50. We usually go to 30 um, per person, 25 or 30. And... It's very good. Now oh. I'm overselling them. You're, you're not going to think they're as delicious as I. As <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I will enjoy
1: them. But speaking about the gyoza, I've seen a funny restaurant in Iidabashi uh, in Kyoto, in Tokyo, sorry. And it's uh, there's just a few restaurants like that. But it's the type if you can eat this, you don't pay. But of course, it's ah. gigantic. It's a gyoza. It's a giant gyoza. I think it, it's about one or two kilograms Gyoza. Oh, and if you can eat uh, in one hour you, you don't have to pay for it. And but if you if you can't finish you have to pay for it.
0: But one that's thing, silly, it's I know one giant Gyoza that's yeah, it's not just good. one nice, giant Gyoza. But the nice thing about Gyoza is that you can have a new bite every every couple yes, of minutes That's the nice thing. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure that kind of, you know, those no, young no, no. people, they make silly gyozai. <laughs> they have no respect for the real gyozai. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> but but an, another thing that, that I found um, very funny about the ramen uh, culture uh, that was exported into the United States was that my clients told me that they went to a very um, popular ramen restaurant in new york or either in california in, in l.a but they they told me that they, they um they they took an, about, about more than an hour to get the whole course and really? i didn't i what? didn't understand and you know in japan l- supposed l- to l- come
1: l- just one yeah, minute still, one yeah, one exactly. order.
2: <laughs> and you're supposed to eat it in five minutes right exactly
1: <laughs>
3: That's but weird. but
2: well, <laughs> so the well, I think the ramen shops in like New the York or to. yeah the, in L A. So they um, when you get in get inside, they hand you some like sparkling wine or cocktail for for the waiting time. And then when they get seated, they have this little like petite dumpling like like the kyosa as an appetizer mm. and then <laughs> and mm-hmm. then for, for about like four or five kinds of appetizers like that and then you finally get to the ramen itself <laughs> so
0: uh, it's that,
2: totally a different way of having those ramen those
0: so. americans honestly do they have do they have to, <laughs> they have yes. to pervert everything yes
1: like putting um, avocado into sushi. <laughs> oh Pure. well, okay.
0: That that <laughs> no. that I'm kind of okay with. That I think is pretty. I went to a sushi place uh just a few days ago and they had uh basically um fried basically asparagus tendon, uh, te- tempura on uh-huh. uh on uh rice. It was actually very good. Asparagus oh. tempura was on the oh, rice. Yeah. It was surprisingly nice. So, you know, maybe sometimes it's good to experiment, but not too much. Don't, don't you know, <laughs> ramen is not a one-hour thing. It's just, <laughs> just get the ramen, hopefully, in a dirty place with just five right, exactly. seats and that's yeah. how you do it.
1: Oh, they, they, I, I heard they just opened a ramen shop in Paris, uh, pretty big. And it, I don't remember the name, but I've seen some pictures and it just looks like, uh, like a Meiji era yeah. <laughs> Place really? with with a lot of lanterns and, and and old toys everywhere, and it's
0: pretty well done. Well, you know, in in Paris, there. Are, I mean, I, I'm sure you know. There's uh, Rue saint Anne, which is basically oh, oui. a neighborhood with lots of Japanese and Asian now, a little bit of Korean as well, uh, restaurants and shops. And it's mm-hmm. y- it used to be only Japanese people uh, that were the owners and cooks and everything. Now it's changed a little bit, um, but there was uh, uh, okonomiyaki. Restaurant called Aki, and uh, it Whoa. used to be great now they changed owners, and they're not so great anymore, but there oh. are lots of them and I remember when I was in university, I used to go to um, to to the ramen shops there, and it was very much like the Japanese ones. It was <laughs> again dirty, quick and <laughs> uh, and and delicious <laughs> that's what she said okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, sorry, go ahead, Cody.
2: No, 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 no. That that's what what makes the ramen place, um, you know, yeah. appropriate.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, but I think we've we've talked about Japanese uh, cuisine uh, enough. Uh, oh, before, we, before, we before we
1: could we, go, we could go on for, yeah, for hours. <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> um, but before we go, I want to tell the audience about uh, my uh, my Twitter account, which is not Patrick, and Facebook is also not Patrick, and of course you can. Find find the Patreon for uh, this show for The Phileas Club at patreon.com slash The Phileas Club very logical Uh, thank you so much to the people supporting the show Uh, as you know this is the reason we can keep doing it and, and I'm pouring my heart and soul into this show and I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of people supporting it and it it warms my heart uh, every time I do the show to be able to say that it exists because of you. So thank you so much. Uh, and we will be back in about, I guess, 15 days with a regular episode. I don't know exactly who will be on, but I'm hoping <laughs> that uh, Turkey will make his return uh, you've ah, greatly to. missed him. You've told me that you, you were wondering where he is and hopefully he will be back. I haven't contacted him <laughs> yet, but he will be back, I hope. So, uh, please look <laughs> forward to that and we will talk to you in about two weeks. Thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs> bye.